1: good evening las vegas i'm here with my co-host ian ian right 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 how are you
0: i'm good enjoying my time here in chicago is it sunny hell no it is overcast cold and i'm sure not nearly as nice as the weather you're getting out there in the wonderful sin city of las vegas
1: it's actually quite uh, nippy cold out here i just want to start off by saying um Really um, horrible news about Iran now attacking Iraq uh, air bases with uh, U.S. soldiers on there. So um, whatever happens, as always, the British will be allies with the Americans. And uh, yeah, just hope it's not ugly things.
0: Yeah, the the world is always changing every day today. So let's hope that the people in place can handle the situation uh, respectfully and peacefully. And you know, we can focus on the important things in life, like the Browns head coaching search, as I make jokes. So for all my well, military well, that, there, we, we respect you and appreciate all your work, so.
1: No, well, um, yeah, let's talk about the Browns head coach position because I'm walking around and I'm telling people I'm Browns fans, they're like saying, um, the Panthers have got someone, if I'm correct.
0: They do indeed.
1: And the, uh, that, and we've lost McCarthy to uh, – The Cowboys, you know, so um, if I'm correct, Judge, the Pats, special teams coach has gone over there.
0: So the judge went to the Giants, Matt Rule went to the Panthers, and Mike McCarthy went to the Cowboys, which leaves us with the only team in the NFL that does not have a head coach, the bell of the ball, the Cleveland Browns.
1: And tell us, who are the two names you think that are potentials now Daniels and the Vikings guy. Is that correct?
0: Yeah, Kevin Stefanski and Josh McDaniels seem to be the two most common names. Now, as we know, the Browns have already uh, interviewed several candidates, Mike McCarthy being the only candidate they've interviewed that got a job. Uh, Robert Sala, who also was interviewed, Eric Bienemy, also interviewed. They also have an interview set up tomorrow with um, Eagles defensive coordinator Jim Schwartz, who used to be the head coach of the Detroit Lions. Um, yep. You may not remember, he actually took over the Lions after the 0-16 uh, season and got them in a playoffs back in and I believe, 11. So, he has a little bit of experience in a rebuilding team. And then on Thursday, we have Vikings offensive coordinator Kevin Stefanski. And on Friday, Josh McDaniels.
1: Out of them three, and who would you want the most?
0: All signs right now keep pointing towards josh mcdaniels i i'm obviously taking things that i've seen online but i have one person that i outside of the media that i i trust when it comes to this stuff and it was told to me that jimmy haslam wanted josh mcdaniels to go last now ironically enough since then joe banner has gone on twitter and said that you either want to be first or last And a friend of the podcast, Ben Albright, came out and said he is 80% leaning towards Josh McDaniels from what he's heard, 20% on the field. So it's kind of just some people that all seem to be maybe getting their information from the same spot. But at this point, it almost seems like Haslam wants to hear out all the candidates before he sits down with uh, the McDaniels darling on Friday um, both Schefter and Josina Anderson have come out today and said that the Browns would like to have this wrapped up by the weekend. So possibly before you even get back from Vegas, we may have a new head coach of our Cleveland Browns.
1: Well, that could be amazing. Um, but I wanted Hugh Jackson and I wanted Freddie kitchen. So this time I'm not commenting who I want. So, uh, <laughs> I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm keeping it very uh, quiet. But no, I think, to be honest, I actually wanted uh, Mike McCarthy. So uh, he, was my, um, he was my preferred choice.
0: Yeah, I think even when we were at Lou Malinati's with the Chicago Browns backers, uh, many of them had said Mike McCarthy as well, um, which makes sense. To me, McCarthy was always the safest choice. He was the guy that you – he wasn't necessarily the sexy hire or the exciting hire, um, but he was just a guy you kind of knew what you were getting – he has the NFL head coaching experience. I'm just not sure. I mean, everything – Joe Thomas even came out today and said, he heard the interview went really well. It just it seemed like the Browns and Mike McCarthy wanted different things. So if that's the case, I'm glad that we didn't try to fit the square peg into the round hole, and we're looking for the guy. The entire organization anonymous, or not anonymously, anonymously chooses to be the head coach of the Browns.
1: And uh, uh, tell us, GM – if, uh, if McDaniels, how's that looking? Who do you think our GM will be?
0: So it's long been rumored that McDaniels, who's allegedly already been um, building a staff, and you know a lot of people were starting to wonder if maybe possibly Jim Schwartz would be a part of that staff. Uh, former Browns quarterback coach Kevin, Mc, um, Kevin McConnell, who was with the Browns back in 2015 under John Filippo, he could be on the staff. But now when it comes to the GM – you know, the name Nick Casario is out there, and also uh, Dave Ziegler, um, who are just guys that, you know, seem to be connected with McDaniels from New England. So, it obviously could be one of those guys, but, you know, who's to say that Andrew Barry still couldn't come back from, uh, from Philadelphia? So, we haven't really heard much on the GM front, and I think somebody like Dick McDaniels would at least open the door for several other GM candidates, so... If they do go that route, I think that the door remains open from a lot of people uh, in terms of the general manager.
1: Okay. And what other Browns news is going on at the moment? I'm obviously at this Consumer Electronics Show, and uh, I'm not so connected like I normally am. Is there anything else been going on?
0: Yeah, they're really – I mean, from the the world of football – you no, know, other than the kind of the coaching carousel that's been going on, I don't know if you saw, but Matt Rule got a, I guess six or a seven year deal from the Panthers for north of 60 million dollars. They could get all the way up into 70 million dollars. You know, the Cowboys are keeping their offensive coordinator Kellen Moore. It just, it just there's a lot going on out there in terms of that. The, um, the Redskins brought in Jack Del Rio. Um, you know the Giants kind of went out of the limb and got Joe Judge who was the special teams and wide receivers coach to the Patriots. You know, so there's all these things going on in the NFL. And luckily, no one on the Browns has kind of stepped out of line or done anything stupid to distract it, you know. So I think maybe the Haslams are doing a pretty good job, you know, keeping this search process, um, you know, by the books, you know, professional. I mean, obviously, we know that Paul DePodesta is running it. So it seems like at this point, the Browns, for the for the, you know, Maybe a little bit of a different scenario. Don't seem to be embarrassing themselves like sometimes they have in the
1: past. But how do you feel? Like we are the last person, the last team to pick our coach. You know, is there, you know, is there just too much? Uh, in, I don't know, just not not been um, going out and getting the guy we want, or you think we're being too cautious? Well, there's two ways you can look at that, you know, and you could say. Of all of the candidates that we
0: had pre-vetted, of all the candidates that we want, the only one that's gotten a job is Mike McCarthy. So Matt Rule was obviously not a, a candidate for the Browns, whether you know they extended and he declined or there's been mixed people on that. And I think Browns fan base would have lost their mind if we hired a special teams coach, just to be honest. So I think the Giants, who are clearly in a rebuild, um, are able to do something like that. Whereas I think the Browns are in a win now mentality. And ultimately I think right now, if the Browns do land McDaniels, I think a general majority of the fan base will be happy with that. Um, You know, he's been defined by his peers as being a guy with just such offensive, you know, skills and abilities to do this. Hopefully he's, Changed a little bit from Denver. You know, I know that uh, Ben Albright came out and said that he had a really big ego when he went into Denver last time. So let's hope he's shaking that off if he does become the coach. But at this point, with all of our candidates um, still being on the board other than Mike McCarthy, I don't think it's hindered them in the search process.
1: Urban Myers, any news on that at all?
0: No, and I think that was kind of, you know, one from the stretch that Gladly made headlines you know I wouldn't doubt that maybe Jimmy Haslam wanted to interview him, but I'm sure at the end of the day I'm not you know I would have really liked urban Meyer I think that's a, a nice spark but you know there was a lot of things surrounding that and I think it's good that the browns are sticking with somebody that has NFL experience um, not saying that I don't think urban Meyer could be successful I think he's obviously one of the smartest people in in the entire game of football but just from a standpoint of commitment, longevity, building, you know, I think that, uh, McDaniels, Stefanski, Schwartz, any of the guys they've interviewed, you know, are going to be pointing the team in the right direction.
1: Excellent. All right, Ian. Well, I'm going to go back to the show, but where can people find your details?
0: Ian 19 on Twitter. And, you know, I know that a lot of Browns fans have been out there and Browns Twitter has, uh, taken the world by storm with everything that's going on. But, you know, just be, just be confident that, you know, we're going to get this right. I know we have absolutely no reason to believe that they actually will. But let's sit back. We are the only team without the coach now, so we get the pick of the litter. Nobody's going to be leveraging us versus the next guys. So, you know, let's sit back um, and enjoy the process. And hopefully here in the next week we'll have a head coach. And then shortly after that we'll have a general manager. And then hopefully Paul gets back from Vegas in one piece.
1: Right, it's be- yeah, I know, mate. It's going um, to be interesting when we get a new, uh, new head coach. It's going to be uh, interesting to see who they go with. And then someone that we can back, hopefully, for another two to three years. Or you never know, someone a bit longer.
0: We'll just be hopeful that the, uh, the coach makes it a few seasons. Um, and for all those people out there who haven't had a chance, um, I listened to uh, yourself and Jack go over the Kareem Hunt scenarios yesterday. That was a great podcast. So if you haven't had a chance to check that one out, I definitely uh, encourage you to go search the podcast, find Jack and Paul talking about Kareem Hunt because that was a good one because it really kind of gives you a great picture into what the Browns have from an option standpoint over the next two years with two of the best backs in the league. So definitely encourage people to go check that one out if you already have it.
1: Thanks a lot, Ian. And uh, I just want to finish up by saying, go Browns. It's not the end of the world. We're going to get a good manager and everything's going to be fine. I know it. No more roller coaster.
0: Absolutely. And like you said, most importantly, go Browns and stay alive in Vegas, Paul. Thank you. Just remember what happens in Vegas. Doesn't necessarily nice, always. doesn't necessarily oh. always stay in Especially if you put it on Instagram. <laughs> oh <goodness>. Go Browns. <laughs> Bye-bye.